fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You're right. It's the Voice of Reason. Welcome into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. It is a pre-Friday celebration, the greatest day of the entire week. Yes, I said it. I know you feel it with me here. Welcome into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country, radio, TV, and live streaming. Plus, we have the podcast as well. So... There's that online at HoosierReason.com, on the social media at HoosierReason. We got a lot to get to today. I'm feeling good, although cancer culture is crazy today. All I see all over the news outside of the impeachment trial, which is essentially trying to cancer culture uh, or cancel culture. Yeah, it is cancer culture, isn't it? I mean, we're trying to cancel Donald Trump with the impeachment. So there's that going on. Did not watch any of that today, nor do I really care to because it's dumb and it's stupid. It's not going to go anywhere. We have that. We have Morgan Wallen, the country artist who I am not necessarily a fan of, but, you know, he's getting a lot of flack, so we'll talk about that for a second. We have Disney Plus canceling a uh, superstar from The Mandalorian. Now, I've only seen like four episodes of The Mandalorian, have not seen all of it, so we'll talk about that here in just a minute as well. Cancer, it is a cancer, but cancel culture is a little ridiculous, so I want to get to all that in more today. Plus, what can we do to speak up? And speak louder just a little bit more while they're trying to cancel us. What's the positive news? What can we take away from all this? Because as you know, I am the eternal optimist. I'm always looking on the bright side of the next step. So we'll get to all that and more on the program today. Plus, excited to have on here at Krishna Lenzo. She is the executive director of Harvard in Technology. Also former NASDAQ reporter. She's uh, for Fox News and other media outlets as well. We'll talk about, I got a lot of emails over the last week or so saying, Andy, are you going to have anybody on talking about Robin Hood, talking about GameStop, talking about AMC, the day trading? What's going on and what's the deep story here? So we'll get to that in a little bit as well. And we'll have uh, Krisha on the program in a little bit. So looking forward to that program. But I want to give you... To start off the program, a little bit of positive news. Politics is so negative, and it's kind of downing after a while, and you get frustrated, and the blood boiling. That's probably why I'm starting to lose my hair is because you just, you know, you're you're burning up too much. My little one, my little six-year-old, little voice of reason, when she gets mad, she just bunches up, and she just gets so angry and cringes. I'm like, hey, calm down there, little one. You're six years old. You're not supposed to have aneurysms yet. That's for, like, daddy's job when you're this age. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that yet. Calm down. We were teasing her a little bit because they were getting ready for her Valentine's Day party that was supposed to be today, and I want to get into that in just a second, but she has a little bit of a crush on a boy at six years old. I know. So I was like, hey, you know, I, we started teasing her just a little bit. Hey, what's this boy's name? Do we have to have him over and have a conversation? With? Oh, boy. I don't know. I look, he might have cute. She gets so mad. Dad. All right. It's beginning already. So the fun story, the good story, I have to say, overall, I am probably one of the most blessed people on the face of the earth. I have to admit that. I know that. I'm aware of it. And I'm thankful for it every single day. Outside of being in a career that I absolutely enjoy, outside of you listening to the podcast or to the radio show or watching the TV program and the live streaming each and every day, I mean, we kill it every day. And I thank you for that. And I couldn't do this without you. That's number one. 
Number two is my family is absolutely amazing. The hard work that I put into this, that the hours that I put in both for work and for the side projects and starting the business that Mrs. Voice of Reason and I are doing together, like all of this that we're putting into this, it, it, she is very tolerable. The little one definitely is very tolerable because I don't feel like I give her enough attention at times. And I feel god awful about it. I feel absolutely horrible horrible about it because a lot of times I don't have time to just sit and play or talk or whatever. And she's six and this is like the cool age. This is totally the cool age, and I'm kind of missing out, so I feel bad. But at the same time, she is rock solid. She is awesome. For example, today they were going to have their Valentine's Day party at school because tomorrow they're having a full remote day because of the cold weather here in the Candace area, and it's like below freezing, and they're just not even going to do the school thing. They're doing remote learning. And she's been doing remote learning anyways because uh, they've only let a couple of the students back into the building. Outside of that, everybody else is still doing remote which try to get a six-year-old to do remote by going on the computer every day and trying to pay attention to a teacher with a live stream at six years old doesn't happen very well. So Mrs. Voice of Reason has the patience of steel, not only to deal with me, but also to deal with online streaming and remote learning for education with a six-year-old. But they were going to have a a Valentine's Day party today. They are doing a Valentine's Day party today. And the teacher said it would be really awesome if Isla could come into the school for the Valentine's Day party to be able to hand out their Valentine's cards and everything. And the fact that we're relatively new back to the area, in that area is really that new school. So she's trying to still learn with friends and learn new people and meet new people and do their thing and and get with all her good friends and everything. Uh, She was really excited. Yeah, because she's been quarantined at home since this pandemic began. And since the beginning of this school year, she's been doing it remotely. So she's still trying to meet all these new people at this new school. And so she was stoked. She was so excited. And her and Mrs. Voice of Reason ended up making homemade Valentine's cards and put little candies and everything on them. And they were going to go there and she got all dressed up, ready to go this morning. And she was she was ready, ready to go. Well, the school called and said, sorry, she can't come because of a COVID outbreak at the school to where we can't let anybody into the building that hasn't been going regularly. Which is stupid, in my opinion. And it just makes me hate the COVID pandemic even more so than ever before because that's really, really dumb. If you've been quarantined the entire school year, then why would they be concerned about her coming and spreading it around? That just doesn't make any sense to me. While at the same time, the middle school and high school at this building have been shut down with remote learning fully because there was a major, apparently, COVID outbreak there. But some of the kids in her first grade class are younger siblings of ones from the middle school and high school that are quarantined at home because of a concern of a COVID outbreak. So they're allowed to go to the building, but the one that's been quarantined the whole time is not allowed to. Stupid, doesn't make any sense. It kind of upset me a little bit today, so we may have to have a little chat with the school because, to me, that's just a little ridiculous. Nonetheless, broke her heart because she's been excited to actually go visit with her friends, go to the school building, and actually have a Valentine's Day party with all of her friends and give them their Valentine's Day cards, including the little boy that she may or may not have a little crush on. School calls this morning. Sorry, she can't come in to do that. So Mrs. Voice of Reason said, all right, you know what? We're going to go to the school and hand off to the office person the package of all of the Valentine's Day cards and goodies so that way they can hand them out in the school and that way they can have them from you and we can do it that way. And rightfully so, Mrs. Voice of Reason hopefully was a little bit snarky with them and just said yeah, when they got there, apparently not the like cheeriest moment. Maybe they were having a bad day. I don't know. I'm always the eternal optimist, so I try and look for the bright side. Maybe they were just having a bad day. Who knows? But got there and said, well, what are you guys doing here? What do you want? Kind of just short. So Mrs. Voice Reason, we're here to drop off the Valentine's Day gifts since my kid's not allowed to participate. Good for her. 
absolutely stand up. Well done. I would have done the exact same thing. They said, okay. They take the stuff. They go back home. I get on the phone with them a little bit later after all this is done because I'm at work. They call me up in Isla, my little voice of reason, a little bit teary-eyed, a little bit upset. And I say, it's okay. I'm sorry you can't go. Uh, it's terrible. It's because they're sick, because of the virus. She knows now a little bit more of the virus. She's sick. She's starting to try and figure it out a little bit, you know, wearing the mask to all the places if they have to go somewhere and not being able to go to school. And she kind of gets it. We're like, it's because of the virus. There's a lot of the virus around there. We don't want anybody to get sick. They're trying to protect you. She's sobbing, but she goes, Dad, Dad, Mama, it's, uh, I'm not sad because of that. I can do the virtual. I can see it. It's okay. She's like, I'm sad because I didn't get a Valentine's card for the office lady. Ugh. That would hit. So she's not upset. She's upset that she didn't get to go to the Valentine's Day party, but she's more upset and sobbing because she didn't write a Valentine's Day card for the lady that said she couldn't go to the Valentine's Day party. Like the pure innocence of the little ones. And I stopped and I was like, wow, you know what? I can't take any credit for that type of innocence from her and raising her to be a good girl like that because I wouldn't have done something like that. So the fact that she thought of that just, you know, you know what? We could learn something from that, right? We could take something away from that. Maybe Joe Biden should take something away from that and be like, you know what? Donald Trump lost. According to his mind, Donald Trump threw a fit. He tried to throw a temper tantrum. He tried to, like, steal the election back. That's according to the left. You know that's bogus, not true, but that's from their perspective, what they're thinking. If they were the better person, you could think Joe Biden be like, you know, the election's over. If I really wanted to unite this nation, if I really wanted to bring everybody together, you know what I could do? I could send a message to Donald Trump and be like, you know what? You served this country for four years. Thank you for your service. I'm going to take over now, and we're good. We can move forward. What I would do is I would make a bold statement and say, all you conservatives who are being banned on social media right now, we're going to stop that. And Yes, I will work with Republicans across the aisle to stop the censorship of you on social media because, you know what, what you're saying may not be true in their eyes. What well, It may not be true, but you know what, you have your opinion, you're frustrated, I feel for you because we wouldn't want to be in that situation on our side of the aisle, so maybe we can work together to figure something out here. Now, this is, again, all just speculation of what they could do to actually unite and what needs to be done if they really, truly wanted to unite. But, of course, that's not going to happen. What they could do is come out and say, you know what, there's no voter fraud that went on, according to them, again. But you believe there are. You believe strongly enough that you stormed the Capitol or that you're upset or that you say that there's going to be no unity. When I want to bring unity, let's sit down. Let's talk about, let's do some investigations, let's do an audit, let's do something to appease you to prove to you that nothing actually happened. If you wanted to unite, you could do something like that. If you really wanted to, you could come out and say, we don't need to do an impeachment. He's out of office. It's all done. Democrats, I'm now the leader of the Democrat Party, a.k.a. the President of the United States. Don't do an impeachment. Let's just move on. We need to get COVID relief done. We need to get taxes done. We need to get... Don't do it. That would be a sign of continuous division of showing, you know what, let's stop the division. Let's bring the unity together. What he could do is say, I'm going to sit down with the Republican leaders in both chambers. I know you're in the minority. I know the Democrats could ram through whatever the heck they want to, but we're going to sit down. We could work together and we could figure out ways to where you can actually vote on some of the stuff that I want to as well. Now, this is all crap. I get it. I know that you're like, Andy, you have lost your mind today. You really think that they're going to go for that? No, they're not. Of course they're not going to. But if they really, truly wanted unity and they weren't as bad as they say they aren't, then that would be the 
play of action. The reason that they haven't is because everything that we just said that they would do is actually the opposite because they instigated all of that to happen. They want to impeach. They want to divide. They want to create chaos. They want to censor. They did do election fraud and rigging the election. They did it. It's proof. It's true. But they don't want it to come out. So instead of saying, let's have a debate and discussion and an audit and an, and a, an investigation, just know if you say it, you're a domestic terrorist, you're a radical, you're a conspiracy theorist, we're going to cast you off and just move on because we don't need you. The cancel culture is there, not just for conservatives, but anybody that speaks out, which is why we need to speak out louder and we need to be just a little bit obnoxious, which I want to talk about a little bit later on the program, but we need to be just a little bit obnoxious. Uh, really today, if you're not being canceled or silenced on social media, then you're probably doing something wrong because it's stupid how bad that they've actually gone. When we come back, I'll show you some of the examples. So we have Morgan Wallen, who's a country artist who I don't listen to his music. I think it's kind of garbage because it's the new age country of inch, 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 I like my truck. Inch, inch. I just I can't do it <laughs> just because you talk about pickup trucks and drinking beer and wearing a cowboy hat does not make you a cowboy. If you have some type of hip hop media beat in the background, I'm sorry. It's an unpopular thing. It's against my entire generation, but I don't care. I'm just saying it. If you have a hip hop beat and electronic beat in the background, it's not country music. Just throwing that idea out there. But that's coming from a metalhead who just listens to not country anyway. So Morgan Wallen's being censored. We'll figure out why. Plus, the cancellation I'm sure everybody's talking about is the cancellation of a certain actress from The Mandalorian on Disney Plus because there was a trend to fire her. Now there's a trend to cancel Disney Plus because we've gotten into the cancel culture as well there. So we'll talk about all that and more and where to go from all this when we come back here on The Voice of Reason for a Thursday. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, 
catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out today for a pre-Friday celebration, radio and TV, plus the live streaming and podcasting as well. Thanks for hanging out 24 minutes past the hour. We're doing well on the streaming for the YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. You can go to LinkedIn.tv and find it on there as well. Do me a favor, though. So since we've been back on Facebook, which has been two days now, yesterday was the first day they allowed us to do the live streaming back on Facebook. We're not seeing the numbers like we were before probably because they've allowed it but they've kind of put the barrier around it so if you're on facebook then just do me a favor and just uh, share it out share out the feed onto your own page i'd appreciate that because i mean it doesn't matter we're going to have other options as well we're doing well on the youtube ish right now so thank you for that as well it's just weird it's weird how they try to block us because the cancer culture the canceling of just uh, pretty much every show or anybody that says speaks out anything here's the question If you are allowed to identify as any way that you want, as in I self-identify as a female all of a sudden, or I self-identify as a Native American, or I self-identify as a cat or something, then it's cool. And you should be paraded around. You should be respected that way. You should get some type of medal or award. You should get some type of participation trophy. Like, you should just be able to get whatever you want because you are a victim of society and people just are mean to you because you are special, because you identify something different than what you actually are biologically. That's okay, but if I myself said right now, I self-identify as a black person, or if my little daughter says I want to dress up like Moana for Halloween, then that's cultural appropriation. Can you explain that to me? Because I don't quite understand how this works. I'm trying to understand how all the weird rules are around these certain things because I just don't quite get it. Because right now we have the cancel culture when it comes to artists. We have Morgan Wallen who apparently was video cor- uh, video recorded being drunk in Nashville, going out from a party, and his buddy recorded him, and he said some blankety-blank N-word to his buddy, who was a white drunk friend as well. But because of that racial slur that was made by him in a drunken stupor one night, now his labeling agency has completely canceled him. All of the music apps and all the music stores between iHeartMusic and, and Spotify and iTunes and everything, they all canceled him. All canceled him. You made a racial slur, you're not allowed to do that. You're gone. Now he's leaked out his album, and now he's trending because people want to support him because you can't tell us what we want and want to listen to. He may be a jerk. He may have said something dead, or I just don't really care what he said. I'm going to go purchase his music because I enjoy his music, and you can't tell me what I can and cannot listen to. So now he's trending in the music industry right now because the people like his music, apparently, and because he said something bad, but people really don't care because they like his music. So we have the cancel culture there. Then we have, of course, the big news of Gina Carano, the uh, actress from The Mandalorian. Now, again, I've only seen like one or two episodes of The Mandalorian. Haven't seen a whole lot. Don't know much about it. But at the same time, I kind of enjoyed it. I want to finish it. Now she's being canceled because of a comment that she made on Twitter. And she kind of proved the point of what she was trying to make. The tweet said, because history is edited, most people today don't realize that To get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first had to make their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? I mean, what do we have right now? You wore a MAGA hat. 
So therefore, it's acceptable, according to all the elected officials on the other side of the aisle, to attack you, to verbally harass you, to assault you in public, to come after you. If you're a Donald Trump supporter or a conservative, you're now a domestic terrorist. If you own a gun, you're probably a domestic terrorist. If you're a gun owner and a Bible thumper, you're even more of a domestic terrorist. It's the cancel culture at its finest. And she's absolutely right. And what happened when she sent out that tweet? Now she's been canceled from The Mandalorian. Lucasfilms has come out and admitted that she is not uh, an employee from her, uh, an employee for Lucasfilms any longer. She's not going to be on the film anymore. And her talent agency even canceled her as well because you can't be saying things like that. We don't like you. You are now a problem with society, so you will be canceled across the board. Cancel culture. It's terrible. It's getting worse. What do we do about it? Be obnoxious because we're not going away. And the more you try and stomp us out, the angrier we get. Just kind of throwing it out there. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio and TV plus live streaming all over the country. We are rocking it. By the way, just a little operational standpoint for you. We are set to announce here in a little bit a new TV network about ready to pick us up as well. So we're excited about that. More information to come here at a later time. Until then, you can still find us all over the radio and TV stations we're on, plus the live streaming on our social media at Hoosier Reason, plus the website at HoosierReason.com. It's the fastest hour of radio by far. It drives me nuts how quickly this goes. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that 5-pound bag. Trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Real quickly, to wrap up the last conversation about the cancer culture or the cancel culture, we talked about Morgan Wallen. We talked about Gina Carano with the Mandalorian. Now we have Tucker Carlson as well, where his sponsors are getting heat and getting boycotts for calls after he said a false claim about George Floyd, where he didn't die from police brutality, but he died from a drug overdose. Because of that, then they're trying to boycott his sponsors as well. So it just continues on. What can we do about it? We'll talk about that here just a little bit. But until then, let's get into what's trending. 
What's trending today? So as you know, I've been getting a lot of emails actually from people saying, hey, what about this whole Robin Hood thing, the daily trading, uh, day traders, what are they doing? What's the details with AMC and with GameStop and all the shenanigans going on there with inflating the price and then it bo- just busting and what the, what the heck's going on? Now, I am not a day trader. I know very little about trading, which I probably need to learn a little bit more about. So we may have to have this next guest back on on a semi-regular basis to talk about this issue because it's fascinating. She is the executive director of Harvard and Technology. She's also a former NASDAQ reporter and prior journalist as well on numerous different media outlets. But it's Krisha Lenzo with us here. Krisha, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Andy. Oh, it's great to have you on the program. I appreciate it very much. This is a uh, wild to watch as the markets go up and down, and it went after GameStop. It went after AMC. They tried to go after Silver for a minute. Now I hear they're going after the cannabis industry with day trading. Before we get into all those and what it could lead to in the future, let's talk about what actually happened here. From my understanding, it was a bunch of people on Reddit with a online discussion that said, hey, let's do what the big corporate guys do. Let's short sale and invest a whole bunch of money into these things, raise the stocks up and try and make some money off of this, and then just kind of see where it goes. Is that about what happened here? That's exactly right. And I would sum it up by saying it's really an instance of a David and Goliath story in that we have the Davids or the day day traders, the retail investors, those who are actually using their, you know, savings or even stimulus money that they're getting to buy into a lot of these companies. Um, What's interesting here is that they all organized on these Reddit chat chat forums in order to go against the hedge funds. They're saying, you know what, enough, enough. These hedge funds are taking these short positions in companies and making so much money. Why can't we do the same? So the interesting part here is that they use the platform Robinhood, which, as we know, is an app that people can trade on. But there is some problems here with Robinhood in that they're also in many ways connected to the hedge funds, specifically one hedge fund called Citadel, a major name in the space. So Citadel was kind of on both sides of the equation here because on the one hand, they're making money through Robinhood on the trades. And on the flip side, they also helped to bail out one of the hedge funds that lost a significant amount of money um, during this time called Melvin Capital. So they lost billions of dollars. And actually, Citadel and others like SAC Capital, which is related to Stephen Cohen, bailed them out as well. So that's what's really fishy here is that whether, you know, what happened with Robinhood is that they actually stopped the retail investors from trading when this was going on. And people are saying, why are they stopping them from doing so? Is is it because they want to connect with these hedge funds and make money at the end of the day? It's speculative, but that's certainly what the government is looking into right now. And actually, even just today, on the flip side, the government's also looking into the Reddit users because of market manipulation. So, There's a lot of moving parts um, to sum it up, but really it's all about market manipulation and who, you know, the little guy versus the big guy. That's the main thesis of the story. Yeah, I mean, it really seems like a lot of people were excited about this saying, hey, wait a second, because the big guy, as you mentioned, Goliath, I mean, they do this all the time. If they know a company is about ready to go out, they do a short sale, they boost it up, they make a little money before it goes out. And it's kind of a a, a normal thing. I mean, it is market manipulation, but it's kind of an accepted thing for the big guys, isn't it? Oh, for sure. Shorting stocks is completely legal. What is questionable here is why Robinhood stops the retail investors yeah. like you and the, you and I from buying into these companies when 
they knew the hedge funds were shorting, which for those of you who aren't familiar, shorting is essentially saying that they are betting on the price of the company to go down. So by by buying into these companies, the retail investors were driving up the price. And that in turn called is called something called a short squeeze. Therefore, the hedge funds lost much like a ton of money, billions of dollars, as I said. And that's a problem for them because they're trading on margin. They get margin calls. People are asking for their money back. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it's kind of a wash because the hedge funds did lose a lot of money. But also, as we're seeing now, the short squeeze seems to be over, at least with GameStop and AMC um, and even the the, uh, cannabis stocks, as you referenced earlier. Yeah, I want to talk about those in a in a second. What's the long term for some of these? The GameStop, the AMC. I mean, if they were on the way out, if they're trying to do the short squeeze to them, I mean, are they are they still going out, or did it boost such a high rate that now they're going to kind of be stable? I mean, what's happened since all of this has gone down? So ultimately, there were valid reasons for why these companies were being shorted. Um, GameStop was essentially the blockbuster of gaming. And there really is no reason why people would now even go into a store to buy games. A lot of people are downloading online. So the fundamentals made sense for why the hedge funds were driving the prices down. That being said, a lot of the time shorting isn't based on the fundamentals. It's based on hedge funds talking together and, you know, colluding in in some ways legally to to place bets on these companies. Right now, GameStop is at $51 a share. A few weeks ago, it was almost over $500 a share. So that's astonishing what these retail investors are doing to drive the price up, losing these hedge funds. Again, Melvin Capital, $4.5 billion loss on their books. Wow. Unbelievable. Now, when it comes to silver, I know they tried to do it. It went up a couple of dollars, but it's really kind of been stable. Is there much they can do about that? Or is there so much money tied into silver that it's not going to make a whole lot of difference? I think silver is one of those commodities where it has stabilized. Um, at one point, it was up 11%. Now, it's it's back to its more stable um, you know, price per unit uh, per ounce, $27.37. But, you know, the real... The real um, companies that are being looked at right now, you know, as you said, are AMC, GameStop, and these cannabis stocks. I mean, these are the stocks that people on Reddit are forming chat rooms to talk about. And the irony is, in the end, they're actually losing money. A lot of these day traders are not cashing out quick enough. They don't understand the fundamentals of the company. Or if they are making money, it's short-lived because they don't know how to trade like these big hedge fund managers like are doing or yeah, yeah like he, like professionals or they're being blocked from doing so which is what robin hood did mm, yeah that's very true i did see a story that when somebody lost i want to say like five ten million dollars after all this that was one of them that was trying to organize this we're talking with christian lenzo executive director of harvard in technology why the cannabis industry is it just the new hot commodity that's like, oh, this is kind of sexy to play with. Let's go ahead and do that. Or was there a reason for to go after some of these big companies with the medic, uh, with the marijuana? I saw one of them was out of Canada and they said, well, we're kind of used to this sort of thing because our stocks jumped as soon as we went public a few years ago. Others weren't really expecting this, but why the cannabis industry is uh, is the next target? Yeah. So the, the stocks you mentioned in Canada, there's a pending merger between two companies called Tilray and Afria. And essentially, people on the Reddit boards are saying, 
weed stocks or the new darling companies to invest in for no other reason than they're also being shorted by the hedge funds. Um, people can look at the 13F statements, which are the filings that the hedge funds are required to release. Mind you, it's on a delay, but they can see that Tilray's short interest is equal to about 22.5% of their shares available for trading. So that's a huge short interest in Tilray. So the, again, these people are saying, you know what? We're going to beat this, David. We're going to beat the hedge funds. We're going to drive the price of these companies up. Yesterday, Tilray and Acria were rallying basically 50% on this Reddit news. But today, shares of Tilray fell 50%. So this really is, in many ways, you know, there is money to be made here because there's so much volatility. But if you are day trading right now, you really do need to know what you're doing because the Reddit movement is is somewhat short-lived what's the average price and we got to take a break in about a minute or so and we can kind of talk about this more in general terms but the average day trader i mean is this like a couple hundred dollars are we talking about a couple thousand dollars i mean how much does do people really invest in this for just a regular day trader you know it really depends i mean i hate to say that answer but we've seen people put you know tens of thousands of dollars in we've seen people put a little bit in i think the people on reddit are probably trading in the hundreds of dollars, I would say, you know, those people who are trading on Robinhood, because these tend to be the millennials. Um, These are the people who can't afford wealth managers. They can't afford to even get into a hedge fund. In order to have a hedge fund manager trade um, some of these companies for you or to put shorts, it's usually you need to have a certain amount of money and it's in the millions of dollars. So these people are, you know, just regular uh, folks who who are looking to make a quick buck. And Many. It's also a political statement, which is a whole other, you know, whole other aspect of this. Oh yeah, I mean the political statements. I mean, definitely being heard with what's going on right now. We got to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about that the day trading because I'm I'm seeing some comments coming on the live stream and they're like I don't quite get it. And and being a day trader, I mean, could you actually make a living off of that and kind of what that entails and what to look for? So I want to talk about that when we come back. Chris Lenzo, executive director of Harvard in Technology. When we come back with that, plus. I want to talk about the uh, what markets may be next as we look at the future and what they may actually target with some of the vulnerabilities within the markets. We'll do all that and more coming up here as we wrap up a show for a pre-Friday celebration here on The Voice Reason. It goes by way too fast, but that's what we do. By the way, sign up for the newsletter, who'syourreason.com, totally free. Got about two weeks until the next one comes out, so you got plenty of time to officially become a Hoosier-holic and get our monthly newsletter. No, All free, no spamming. We'll just have some fun with it. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. 
Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Fastest hour of radio on radio, TV, and the live streaming, plus the podcasting as well. Goes by way too fast. Your millennial general reporting for duty the way we do each and every day. Thanks for hanging out with us on a pre-Friday celebration. Interesting conversation. I am fascinated by it and may have to start figuring out a way to become a day trader. Although I would like to put some money somewhere just to have a little fun with it, because apparently that's what millennials do. And I got to get up with the times, got to get with the 21st century. So to talk about that and more uh, on the program today, Krisha Lenzo, she's the executive director of Harvard in technology, also a former NASDAQ reporter as well. Overall, I've heard a lot of people, they can actually make a living just off of day trading today, can't they? That is true, and that is what a lot of these Reddit users and millennials are doing right now. They're calling it meme trading meme stocks, so to speak, and or YOLO stocks. You only live one stock um, because there really is a bit of nostalgia with a lot of these companies. For example, GameStop again is one of those um, companies that a lot of millennials feel. A connection to because at one point they were going into those stores, they were playing these games. Um, but to your point, whether or not you can make money, you certainly can. The problem is there's a lot of risk involved. So if you are going to be a day trader, which means that you are holding a position based on the intraday price moves and trends, you need to be following the stock carefully. You can't just let it sit there and hold it. The whole point of day trading is you have to be watching the market and watching these chat rooms. Uh, specifically the Reddit one, which has blown up significantly, this Wall Street bet chat room, in order to even get a sense of what other people are saying. Because again, it's not based on the fundamentals. It's literally people choosing specific stocks that they see are being shorted or for whatever reason they have a connection to and are buying in to drive up the price. So a lot of times it's fairly illogical. Yeah, it would seem that would be what I do. It'd just be nostalgic, be like, I really like this company. I want to put some money into it and then just kind of let it ride. So it's one of those, you literally just have to kind of move your money around constantly instead of just putting it there and just letting it ride for a month. 
Right. And, and day trading, you know, it seems like, yes, you can make a lot of money. I mean, there was one incredible story about a 10-year-old who made $3,000 from GameStop stock. Um, I think she invested, you know, initially she had the shares at about $60 a share. And then, as mentioned, you know, they skyrocketed over $400 a share. So she made a ton. But again, a lot of people lose money. So, I'm hesitant to recommend day trading unless you really, really know because it's risky and, um, you know, you have to worry about brokerage fees um, if you're not on the Robinhood platform and some of the other uh, taxation that comes with it. Yeah, I think I'll pass. I mean, I enjoy it, but I don't pay attention to it enough to know when to sell and when to buy. And I just, yeah, I, what, what we like to do, honestly, is we get our hard silver. We just we have a silver dealer here in the area that I that I like and trust. And when I can, I just try and buy some silver and stash it away for a rainy day. And that's kind of our investment right now. That makes sense because yes, silver the price was driven up, but it seems to be more stable at least than some of the equities out there. Yeah, that's right. Last question on the silver before we kind of move on. We got about a minute or so left of the program, but uh, there's so many short sales in silver right now by big banks. And I've heard the rumor that they're going to start getting rid of some of the short sales on silver that's driven the price down because the availability of silver is actually getting worse than gold. And if you look at it in that context, then the price of silver should be shooting up to almost where gold is. Do you ever see that happening or is it going to continue to be suppressed down to where it's at that $20, $30, $40 range? You know, I'm hard pressed to give you an answer um, that I feel comfortable with with respect to the future of silver, because as I said, about a month ago, it was up Mm 11.5%. So, you know, that's due to these people on Reddit. And at this point, the trend seems to be continuing. People are buying into these YOLO stocks, commodities, where they see the shorts happening, and there's no rhyme or reason. I think, again, silver may have had its time with the Reddit community, but who's to say that someone else might get on a chat room and and change the course of this particular commodity? It's hard to predict. It really is. we got about 45 seconds left, but your prediction on what you think they're going to go after on the Reddit board next? Any any industry, any commodity that they're going to think that they're going to focus on? I think this is a trend that is definitely going to continue. Um, Specifically, if you are looking at the Reddit chat room right now, some people are looking at Express, um, which the ticker is EXPR. Uh, It's an American fashion retailer that there's a big short interest by the hedge funds. Another one um, is uh, COSS, which is a company that designs headphones. K-O-S-S is the ticker. Um, again, I'm not. These are not recommendations. It's just sure. what people are talking about. So I want to make that clear. Um, and you can continue to follow any of these companies because it really is just what people are saying on a chat room, and that's the kind of crazy part about it because it's part of the dot com craze. Yeah. Um, there's a reorganization of power, and Appreciate we're going to see more of it, not less. Yeah. No. It's it's going to be crazy. We got to get you back on. I think it's a fascinating topic. Let's do this again here real soon. What do you say? I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Appreciate it very much. That does it for us today on the Voice of Reason podcast going up a little bit. Until then, everybody have a great Thursday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with the Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. 
You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.